Welcome to the Avance Podcast. I'm Dan. I'm Nick. I'm Adam. Adam's here with us today. <laughs> Hello. We're dropping, Hello. We're dropping a new one on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we have a special occasion to celebrate and a special guest to celebrate with. So, Randy Nonnenberg, welcome to the show. Good to have you. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. Randy sounds professional because he was prepared. It's a rare treat. You're welcome, listeners. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's a little bitter about a couple of things we got to work on in the future, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know Randy, you should. Randy is the founder of a company you are all familiar with or should be, and that is Bring a Trailer. And we have exciting news to, part, to talk about a new partnership that Avance has launched with Bring a Trailer. That's right. I'll, I'll take it, I guess. Please do. Um, so we've been working on this for, for quite a while with Randy and the, and the BAT team. Um, you know, part of what we do at Avance is, is we try to partner with the best of breed uh, in, in various categories and obviously bring a trailer, you know, it, it checks that box. And so we're excited to announce a new partnership with Bring a Trailer where Avance members basically have a, a an elevated experience, I guess is, is a good way to put it. But essentially, we have a dedicated portal where Avance members can submit their cars. Um, they get uh, sort of the, the best account management team over on the Bring a Trailer side. And then they, uh, they get a little bit of a, a discount as well. So um, and then we're going to promote those Bring a Trailer listings in our ecosystem. So, you know, on the, our website, there'll be a separate page where members can go see bring a trailer uh, auctions from other Avance members. So there's that sort of added level of trust. Um, and obviously the, the whole, you know, community transparency that, that bring a trailer is famous for um, that just matches up really well with, with the Avance community. So it's, it's very exciting news. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of at a, at a high level. Good stuff. And this partnership is launching as of the day they hear this, correct? That's correct. Yeah. So uh, if, if Dan can crank out this podcast uh, pretty quickly, then we, it will be ready by the time the announcement goes out. That's so. okay. Social lives are overrated. You all know this. <laughs> We're excited about this at BAT. This is going to be a super cool thing. We've I've followed Avon since the beginning and always get your magazine. Actually, just got your magazine in the the one with the blue singer on it in the mailbox today and was thumbing through it uh, before I joined Great, up. By the way, we can talk, tell you that we can Excellent. talk about that. Or is that secret? I hope I didn't just blow a secret no, of no, what's no. on it. I got it. My, mine in the mail today too. too. So yeah. okay. we all got ours today. Well, it made it to NorCal. It made it to the BAT offices too. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about that, but no, we've just been uh, following you guys for a long time. And you know, what started with Adam and, and a sort of a dream obviously has blown up so much. And, and we just like having, you know, solid folks involved buying and selling on BAT because it's great for the platform and, and people know that the cars being listed are kind of, you know, by legit folks and same goes on the bidder side. And so um, similar to what Adam said, just aligning with the right people is important for us and right brands. You'll see we don't do a lot of advertising. We don't do a ton of, you know, partner with everybody under the sun just because, you know, they own a 72 911. That's not good enough, right? Like it has to be the right folks. Um, and so we've been talking about this for a long time and figuring out the right way to do it. And, and yeah, just want to be able to provide Avance members with uh, a good service on BAT. And, and the whole goal for us is a successful, positive transaction, um, one that is transparent and reliable and helpful. And so we're trying to align our team to do that with your folks. Randy, I mean, everybody at Avance knows what Bring a Trailer is, but some of us don't know. What is the process of listing a car on there and selling it? Can you give us a, a basic breakdown of how that works? Well, you just said everybody knows, man. Does everybody well, know? Everybody knows who you yeah, are okay. and what you do, okay. but I don't know if everybody necessarily uh, understands 
how, how what a wonderful process it is to list a car on there and the scrutiny that everybody goes through to make sure the car is real and yeah. yeah, I'm just giving you trouble, man. No, I like absolutely. It. I like it. We uh, it's still sure. it's still shocking to me. I mean, we go to places where you think people would totally get BAT and no BAT because I mean, I've been living in this this world 100 percent for years and years and years, and they're like, "What is that? Like, oh, you do auctions? Like, oh, how is that work? Like, like eBay? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, we still totally get that. And in some circles, yeah. you know, we're expanding into some uh, even pretty hardcore auto automotive circles. You know, whether it's hot rods or muscle cars or or four by four crowd or, or wherever. And people are like, what? Like, I don't even, I've never been to the website. Right. I mean, so there, it's great. It's terrible on one side because we're like, wow, how do you not know? But on the other side, it's opportunity for us to, you know, keep spreading the, the, uh, the message and, and what we're about. But yeah, I think back to your original question, it was about just sort of the, the mechanism of how it works, um, and how, uh, how we've built it. But yeah, BET is really built around a model of, seven-day online auctions um, and submitting vehicles to our team so they can be um, presented and crafted and, and sort of showcased in a way that is super thorough and can give a really a, a you know nationwide but even now worldwide sort of audience the chance to bid on cars uh, with all the information in front of them in a way um, that previously it was really hard to do because info was fragmented or sellers were shady or there was no sort of human oversight. And so we provide that sort of level of, of assistance and oversight and, and, and minimum level of, uh, you know, presentation and photos and data and verification of the VIN and, and different sorts of things like that, that uh, in the olden days on the internet, you really didn't get. And so that has really changed the, the model for how this works. And there's other auctions that are kind of following in our, our model and, and trying to do it in a similar way. But ours is really built around uh, the people and the community and the support of it and interaction to help vet the cars to make sure buyers get what they want. Well, I mean, I think we've all been in that situation where you're on the internet and you're like, oh, there's a car in Connecticut. And then you're like typing, do I know anybody in Connecticut that can go look, at, look this at this car, car. for me? For exactly. Yeah. 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 The old way, you know, here's 30 photos. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> they were taken on, you know, with a camera from 95. It's not and... the same car, but go ahead and look at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the Bring a Trailer auctions, though, like you talk about, is the community. It's it's exciting to see a rare car on there or just any a car you're interested in. It might not be rare, but it could be a very cool car to you. But even better is the community of the comments underneath. And it's like watching a story unfold because the experts come out of the woodwork. And we like to say there's the armchair experts, but on Bring a Trailer, we often see the actual experts. Like the guys are like, I helped design this. This is what it is. They're like, oh, <laughs> I've seen that a few times. Yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. And that, that sort of thing, I mean, it, it really changed the model because in the olden days and even what you're talking about, early days of the Internet, the seller's words were all you really had to go by, right? Like, And then you had to judge whether they were true or false. And it was probably, you know, half false or whatever. But nowadays you, you put it up online and when you can build a community around it, they can really help vet the vehicle. Going back to your magazine that you have now, you have the Belly Tank Lakester in your magazine, which is an XBAT right. car. And that, honestly, I know enough about that thing to know that it's cool and that it has a flathead in it. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the heck to say after that, basically, right? And so, but you post that on BAT um, and you get, you know, the guy that was at El Mirage in, you know, 48 and you get like, <laughs> you get all these guys, uh, and you get the, you know, the guy that shot the video for Jeff's work when he owned that thing. And I mean, you get like everybody descends upon these vehicles and it's just such a cooler environment. It's like what you wish an auction tent looked like, but it never does. Cause everybody's like, 
murmuring and like yeah. keep keeping their secrets to themselves. For whatever reason, we've we've tried as hard as we can to, to craft a conversation around each of the vehicles that all of a sudden makes each one of them like its own uh, Super Bowl event. And it it uh, it's been working pretty well. Yeah. Well, and that that's why I mean, I think there's such a synergy between the two brands is because really, I mean, what, what I love about the Avance community is that, you know, it, it does encourage information sharing. And, and a lot of times people, you know, it's impossible to know everything about every car, right? It's just you, you, you can't, right? Like you might know a lot about, I don't know, JDM and, and American, but you don't know anything about European or vice versa. And, you know, what, what Avance does well, I think, and our community does is, you know, people can post a question about, hey, I'm looking for, a, you know, a Honda S2000, which year should I be looking for? What's the difference between, you know, AP1 and AP2? Like, I mean, these are things that, like, you know, I've seen people talk about, but until you really get into it, you don't necessarily need to know. And so you don't go that that extra mile. And that's what, you know, the Avance community is really good at is saying, hey, here are some resources for you to learn more or I'm happy to take you for a ride in mine or you should check out, you know, Joe's down the street. He's got a really nice one and and sort of, you know, encouraging that that information sharing. And I think that's what BAT does really well is is, you know, you could know nothing about a model and go onto that that commenting, you know, sort of platform and and within, you know, five minutes, you know exactly which years are better than other years and, you know, what to look for and, and all this stuff. So it's 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 very similar, I'd say, Avance, you know, obviously our model is more on the on the local space. So, you know, you can meet the people and sort of, you know, touch the cars, go for rides in cars and that kind of thing. Um, but the, the, the BAT community is just so vast that, you know, you're going to get so much more information so quickly um, just because of the sheer number of people, you know, on that on that platform. I mean, it's 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 gigantic. And, you know, anybody who's who's anybody in the car community you know, knows about bringing a trailer and has a, has a, you know, a profile. So it's, it's fantastic. Well, apparently what Randy said, they don't, We're, that's well, why we got to get it out there through the Avant community. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them all eventually. It's taken us some years, but we'll get them Absolutely. all eventually. But I think, I, I mean, and that's part of it is a lot of people know of bring a trailer and hopefully what this partnership does is, is make it easier, reduce the friction, you know, get that person to sort of take the leap and say, Hey, yeah, well, now I, I, I am comfortable listing my car, you know, with bring a trailer before, you know, I wasn't comfortable because I wasn't sure how it all worked. And, and hopefully yeah. what this program does is say, no, it is easy. And here's the Avance, you know, sort of on ramp to bring a trailer and, and it's okay. You know, you're, you're, you're going to be taken care of. Yeah. I mean, selling a car is such a pain. You guys have done it. I've done it. It's such a pain just mentally like getting ready and doing all this sort of stuff. Right. So anything that we can do, uh, and frankly, anything that you guys can do to help with that sort of handoff and handshake and, and smooth out that process and let them let your community know that, you know, these are good folks that are going to take care of you. Right. Like that, that being able to do that, right. you know, send in somebody to your favorite restaurant and you know who the guys are that are working that night. Like, it's a different deal. Right. It's just a yep. it's a it's a better way to be able to refer and recommend um, in a way that I think is going to be positive for folks. Well, I think, and Dan put it great too. I've I've done it. People have asked me like, well, what is it? And I'm like, just go on and look at a listing. doesn't matter what it is. Just look at it and look at the conversation and you will know the quality and, and the community that, it's, that comes around. Just one posting there. You just, it just doesn't matter if it's, you know, 
half a million dollar Porsche or yeah, yeah. I was going to uh, one of my favorite stories of recent with bringing a trailer and there's many is the uh, the BMW M1 that was recently up for sale and Peter Gleason was listening to the comments he's also an Avance member master collector and if you have a BMW M1 you know Peter Gleason if you don't you will because he's probably looked at your M1 over the years many many times it was on Jay Leno's last week talking about his M1 so yeah exactly yeah. and so when somebody was commenting and you know they only according to the registry they only made this many and then Peter said actually they made this many these are the colors these are the owners this is the history <laughs> And then was like, what? And then I commented on that same. I was like, I was like, I don't care what the registry says. Chances are Peter is way more correct than any registry, even if it's from BMW. And then he like the other guy who was in the comments, like, he, he, like you could tell he took a minute. Search, he goes, oh, I, I definitely stand corrected. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. Randy, I've been wanting to ask you, what are some of your favorite bring a trailer stories? Oh, I'm man. Sure there's many as of late. Oh, the market man. went insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's that component. But I mean, many of my favorites are from the early days. You know, I mean, I, I have a lot of love for BAT just based on where it, where it came out of, right? I mean, it came out of like hunting around on Craigslist and eBay and whatever existed back then for, for interesting cars. So there are, you know, crazy stories that came about. My favorite ones are always similar to what you're talking about with, with him jumping into the comments. Like when somebody kind of shows up and you're like, Oh my goodness, I didn't realize that person was on BAT. Right. Or, or when it got big enough, I would miss it. And somebody would text me and be like, did you see who's commenting on the, you know, Fiat X19? This is unbelievable. You know, like people, whether it's Hollywood folks or car folks or, or you know, whoever, um, those those sort of stories always just sort of make me smile and, and shake my head and be like, how in the world did we, uh, you know, turn on a website that all these maniacs are, are showing up at and sharing with their friends and doing all sorts of things. But my probably my favorite uh Story overall, like we do the success stories on BET and, and my favorite one of those, maybe forever, I don't know what's ever going to unseat it, is uh, on a Volkswagen Beetle convertible of all things. I think it was, you know, early 60s, maybe late 50s uh, Beetle convertible. And uh, it was during auctions and a person bought it. And uh, it seemed like kind of a normal auction, whatever, until we got the success story afterwards. And the person who bought it was a previous owner of that vehicle who wanted it back forever and ever, uh, sad that they sold it 25 years ago or whatever it was, and they kept the keys to it uh, because they always thought of that car like they sold it under some, I don't know if it was distressed or they didn't want to sell it or it was, it was their high school car or whatever, but they kept the keys and for 20 years or whatever it was. And so they bought the car on BAT. Somehow they found it. They bought the car on BAT. They went to pick it up in person and they brought their keys. They didn't want the keys of the person who was selling it. <laughs> they brought their key out of their desk drawer. I don't need yours. I brought mine. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I've already okay. got the key to the car. And they open the car and they start the car with their own key, which I, I just wow. thought, I mean, it's just, it's just like the coolest, like, like gives you chills sort of moment of all time, right? Like the exact same I bought car. this from you, but I didn't need to totally yeah i guess they could have you know just driven it away whenever they want or i mean if it, if it was a toyota you know one key starts all the toyotas right so <laughs> one to start them all, yeah, yeah you could just claim all of them but no that was a that was a legit story and we didn't and we didn't know they i don't think they identified themselves in the comments or what I, I remember being totally blindsided by this success story being like what are you talking about like you that was your thing that you had been hanging on to and so i mean anytime 
you turn anything on and it can like make dreams come true. Right. I mean, I mean, it's just a car still. I mean, we're not curing cancer, but I mean, that's, that's still like pretty bananas that that actually happened uh, and the odds of that happening. So I, I love that story. Yeah. That is wow. a really cool story. <laughs> Randy, what are you driving? I've always got to ask this question. I'm really curious. Oh, I drive. Like, I know you're a, I know you're a legit car guy. Yeah, so. I'm into old stuff. So, man, I was hanging out with my dad on a rally this last weekend, uh, actually in the north, sort of quasi-northwest north, Idaho. And he was like, you got to get a modern car. Like, give your family a break and, like, get a modern <laughs> car. I subscribe to the, like, if I have enough old cars, like, one of them will always work and I'll be good. <laughs> but my dad's like, what, what are you doing, man? Like, get it together and get, like, a modern car that will actually start when you need it to. So, anyway, I um, – I like 90s cars, like a lot of the stuff in the in Avants. I like turning pages of your mag because you guys feature a lot of the kind of uh, the stuff of my youth that I totally love. But actually, my thing that I just reeled in uh, is a, a 72 GMC 2500 4x4 pickup truck. That's that's awesome. Cool. That has a wow. that has an LS swap and a four speed overdrive, and it's kind of. Uh, yeah. I just had a Toyota pickup, 94 Toyota SR5, which was like my high school dream pickup forever. Uh, and I put 30,000 miles on that thing and it was killer. Um, but I've kind of wanted to tow some things around and that's not a great tow vehicle. So I should buy a modern F-150 or a whatever Silverado and make my life easy. But I decided to buy a 72. Um, and so it's a four leaf springs and it's on 35s and it's kind of crazy. Uh, it was at, I don't know if you, know, you guys stopped by our Laguna Seca display, but we had a trailer behind it with a 911 on it. And it's like this big, crazy, uh, hulking pickup truck. And it's awesome. So I like trucks. I like sports cars and all sorts of crazy stuff too, but I have a healthy, uh, desire for four by four, uh, type stuff and, and the adventure that comes with that. So that, that's actually my sort of daily at the moment. And then I, I balance that off with a 87 535 IS BMW E28 sedan, which oh, is, cool. which is kind of my favorite That's my heart. sedan shape of all time is the E28. I just, yep. I just love it. Yeah. It's such a reverse of roles, like a dad looking at the sun going, you need to buy something new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. uh, I, I saw on your Instagram story, didn't you? You have some sort of uh, mechanical issue on the rally, right? Yeah. With, uh, alpha. I thought, Was it an Alpha? Uh, right? No, but I got smacked on the hand, right? Because the day before that, I was posting, I got the oldest car on the rally, and I'm like <laughs> killing it. I'm doing so great, you know? And then we're driving down the road, and there's like steam or smoke combo starting to come out of the front of the hood. And, Whatever Alfa, there were two Alfa Romeos on the event, and both of them went down with engines. So that's kind of a drag. Yeah, but, I saw uh, the the other guy, Cliff. I, he's a member down in Portland too. The one with the green, correct, uh, correct. Uh, uh, sort of, I don't yeah. know what you call that, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a Julia sedan, uh, which is a little newer than mine. Mine's a Julietta yeah. sedan, which is like ancient, nineteen sixty one fun uh, rally and event car. And honestly, that thing I kind of mothballed through COVID, and so I I don't blame the car. I blame me. I didn't I didn't <laughs> take care of it. I didn't drive it. Whatever. But I, you know, jumped the battery and got fuel to the carbs and drove it a few times and then decided to go on a big event and it, the engine gave up. So it's, it's totally my fault. But so weird. But it was so weird. <laughs> it was so weird that that happened. It was very <laughs> funny. Yeah. No one, no one to blame but me. But whatever. We, yeah. we limped it home and everybody was safe and that event was killer. And I spent some time in Idaho. So somebody was doing a rally there. I said, I'm doing the rally. We're doing it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I saw so many people on that thing. It yeah. Was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. I, I know it was been. a great place to be for an Avance member. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we had members, obviously, from, from Seattle and, and uh, Portland and, and L.A. all go up to that thing. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it looked fun. Yeah, it's called the Overcrest, Overcrest, Overcrest. Rally. Those, yep. those dudes are yeah. cool. 
you know, it's funny because I was looking at, I've, I listened to their podcast as well. I love the Overcrest guys. They're great dudes and they plan great routes. And I was like, why haven't they published an episode? And I was like, oh yeah, the rally. So I had to jump over to the Instagram and check out all the, all the posts. Uh, I wanted to ask you, COVID has been great for bringing a trailer, really. I mean, it, we all got stuck at home and thought we all needed new cars. It uh, pretty much how it worked. Tell me about the, it had to have been a roller coaster of emotions for you though, as the market kind of went, oh no, and then boom. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the, the COVID experience for BAT. Yeah. I mean, it, it was crazy. I mean, we were doing auctions since 2014, right? So we were fighting yeah. this sort of uphill battle of people saying, you can't do this. This is never going to work. Like 2014 and 2015 were like, you guys are maniacs, like good luck to you. You know, the big auctions are going to own, own you and it's never going to work. So there was a lot of headwind, call it, for uh, a number of years. But we believed in what we were doing, and we were refining it and pushing and pushing and pushing. And there was, like, no competition. There was no copycats. We were just kind of a solo mission, you know, for, for years, really, which is really crazy. But we pushed on that for a long time. And and we think that the model really had traction. Like, we posted a killer year in 2019, right? Like, we were we were selling yeah. thousands of cars, and it was it was – on fire. It was really rolling. We were trying to hire and it was growing. And then COVID hits 2020, right? March, 2020. Um, and everybody panics and gets, you know, kids get kicked out of school and like everybody goes home and like, like businesses are, are freaking out and, and, uh, people stopped submitting their cars to BAT, like, like really stopped, like for a, a week, a week, we're like sitting there like, okay, like is any, not only are we like closing the office in San Francisco, but, but people stopped sending their cars to sell them because they're preoccupied, not because they don't believe in the internet anymore, but they, they're freaked out. They're taking care of their families or they're, they're doing whatever. So there was maybe a, a 10 day period or maybe more where it just went flatline, right? And we were like, oh man, like what what's happening? And there was, I don't know, I guess kind of no guarantee it was coming back anytime soon. So we were, you know, just kind of busying ourselves and there were auctions running live at that moment. And we were kind of consoling people and being like, everything's gonna be okay. Like, you know, people still want your, you know. Get the shower and rock back and forth. Yeah, yeah. it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Yeah, like, and some people like asked us if like, you know, should we change this? Should we pull the cars? What should we do? Should we turn off auctions? We extended. Yeah. So it was a volatile time, obviously, for everybody. Um, and uh, again, obviously, like people's safety and health was far more important than transacting their, you know, 80s, 80s Fiero or whatever. So we were <laughs> we were pretty uh, deferential and we're like, hey, let's let's just adapt and, and relax and, you know, not take this too seriously uh, on the auction side and make sure people are feeling OK and, and good about it. So so we worked through some of that and then like as quickly as it showed up, like there was this crazy pendulum swing where basically all the live auctions panicked and canceled their next six months of auctions based on governmental mandates and regulations and fear and everything else. And so all the people in those catalogs got cut loose. Um, and uh, we were just kind of you know, trundling along a little bit and just saying, you know, if, if, you know, still working with our existing customers and stuff. And then there was this just like whole spike, not only those last 10 days of people that wanted to submit kind of got their feet under them and logged into zoom or whatever and everything stabilized. But then, so those people all submitted and then all these other people showed up and wanted to submit. And then every single headline you ever saw was online commerce is going to be the way for the next year or whatever. Right. And it was like, Oh my gosh. And so everybody just went bananas for online 
transacting in general, right? I don't know what Amazon's numbers were those days, but they were crazy, right? And grocery delivery and all this sort of stuff. And we were right there in that jet wash and it, it just went totally crazy in terms of submissions and visibility. And so it, it was a proven, the short answer is a proven model before that. Uh, but I think almost all the naysayers like rapidly also changed their mind, which was a substantial portion yeah. still in 2019, 2020. And, and so it just basically flipped mm. the switch and, and just was a huge wind at our backs to, to continue to move forward. Well, and right about that time, right, the the Hearst announcement came out, right? Wasn't it? So that's the back, the backstory of what was happening in my my actual life, right? I mean that that was <laughs> I mean that was the like BAT like public for customers and auctions and like the the industry, right? But like yeah, we were also in negotiations for uh, a meaningful investor behind us to help us hire because we were growing so much in out of twenty nineteen, and we had posted that year that that we had suitors. And so we had a process going and we were going to, you know, try to, I, I frankly, for my sanity and, and security needed to figure out what we were doing with this thing because we were, you know, strapped to a rocket that was going faster than most of us were capable and comfortable with. And so stuff like finance and HR and legal and all that stuff that I don't like, uh, we needed to find either, either ramp that up externally or, uh, get a partner to help us with that. So we started seeking partners that could assist us because I, I like the cars and I like the product and I like the customer. Um, but the the like day in and day out of running a, a, a business that started to be the size that we were is not yeah. what gets me out of bed. So we wanted a, uh, some partnership capability. I just couldn't imagine going through all that, you know, all those negotiations and then, and then COVID happens. Right. And you're like, Oh boy. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? De gonna it happen? was destabilizing for sure. Right. I did a lot of pacing around the house. My wife says I like <laughs> wore out the carpets in my house. Right. Like I was like, and nobody thought they could leave their home. And I mean, it was just totally like, what a weird, uh, set of, uh, a few weeks there really. Um, and then, Crazy. and then things kind of stabilized and we got to where we wanted to with the, with the, uh, Hearst partnership, and we got to some degree of stability on people's lives and what they felt like and their confidence in in playing with cars, which it turns out they really wanted to do when the screws were put to people. It turns out yep. they really wanted a release and to play with cars and to hang out with their family in the garage or on the on the windy road, and it it uh, it all came together. I was going to say my morning routine went from get up, get ready, go to work to get up, get ready, check my email, check, bring a trailer. Work a little bit, check, bring a trailer again. Totally. totally. Work a little bit, check, bring a trailer again. Yeah. Work less, spend more time on bring a yeah. trailer. Go, yeah. go change your oil and, and for the I'm, fifth time, right? Like all, all yeah, that sort absolutely. of thing. I know things are back to normal. Stuff. It's get up, get ready, check, bring a trailer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, once you're in a routine that works. Yeah, you know, no so kidding. Yes. Yeah. I was just doing that today looking for a V10 plus. So I'm still on the hunt. There you so. go. There you go. We'll do what we yeah. can to supply that for you. But yeah, what a, what a crazy, I mean, everybody has stories now that they kind of lived through that era and, and where were you and what were you doing and how did it work? And honestly, for some businesses, it was terrible. So we don't want to like try to fly the flag too much that, you know, look at us, look right. how great this was. Cause I'm very glad, you know, owning a restaurant or whatever it was, was super challenging for a ton of people. And, and, yeah. uh, but we were super, super fortunate for, uh, the work we had done for years before that, frankly, because we were positioned in a, in a spot of right place, right time when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. I mean, so many people that we know, it's like, oh, I'm going to start a project in the garage because then I just, I mean, I don't have to leave my house and I can start, you know. Well, I remember with uh, the time we had Drivers Club. And so 
every week in the chat was, did you guys see the spring and trailer? And I bought this, I bought this, I bought this, I bought this. And it was just like that, that culture, that, that sect of that culture was just like, we don't have anything to do. Business is going fine. Let's buy cars. It's crazy, man. <laughs> when you tell people you can't, you can't spend your money on a family vacation. I don't know whether it's the, the <laughs> psychology of not being well vacationed or like did not oh, getting I'm a break. Spend it on something. But, you watch. No, that's, I mean, that's what I mean. The, the like yeah. money watch psychology me. of like, I couldn't spend it here. So I'm going to spend, it's not like, oh, we just saved all our money through COVID. It's like, <laughs> exactly. and, and I don't necessarily advocate for this, but people are just like, I'm going, I'm in like where well, I'm finding a way, you know, I'm buying three new sofas and I'm buying this <laughs> and I, you know, I'm doing all this sort of stuff. And it's like, whoa, people, people just like had a crazy psychological approach to that sort of era and you needed it to kind of cope right because it was crazy sort of unhealthy times beyond just the virus it was like psychologically crazy for people to be locked yeah. down and stuff and so they people found their their ways to sort of medicate and probably some of that wasn't that bad cars are probably the least worst of how that went for some folks yeah. but but i'm uh it was just wild to have watched it and now and what what really is interesting for me is where it is like post that i mean we're not totally post covid but we're pretty darn post covid and the mentality of people uh in terms of adopting online practices that they adopt when in uh covid is is carrying forward like in really meaningful ways i really think it pulled it forward across the board and it certainly did for bat and it's not like I was just talking about this today with, with like Peloton or whatever, where everybody realized, actually, I did that for COVID and now I don't want to. In BAT and many, yeah, and many other, again. in many other cases, they did BAT in COVID and now they're like, I'm staying. I'm going to keep doing this, right? For a long yeah, time. So this works. So it's, it's interesting for us to watch that not pull back. I've got a client right now who was a dentist and went kind of nuts on BA trailer, bring a trailer with uh, during COVID. And now his wife's coming to him going, okay, you've had your chance. Now we're going on vacation. Mm -hmm. We're doing things I want. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so sell your car. Yeah. <laughs> Get rid of those things. Get them back on, bring mm -hmm. a trailer. Right. One of the things yes. I love uh, that I, that we did see our big resurgence of during COVID and a lot of it, thanks to bring a trailer almost entirely is that we're seeing cars that weren't normally um, in high demand in the market become very in demand. And I won't name names, but an Avance member and uh, who has a lot of cars I saw a lot of really co cool cars I didn't expect show up. Speak like a, for example, a 90s Civic Si in flawless condition <laughs> that he scoured the internet for and found to bring a trailer. And it was like, I think it's got 30,000 original miles on it-ish. It doesn't look there. like it's ever been driven. And, but it, yeah. It's like yeah. in flawless condition. And it's a car that like, you normally, I mean, back then, especially, we're like, okay, that's cool. I was in high school. It's a nice little car, great little runaround. But you're like, no. This thing is flawless. I'm like, damn it, that's a really nice car. Yeah. I want one of those. And now I'm like, I really want a 300DX twin turbo because I always wanted one back in high school. <laughs> and I'm like, and now I can find one of those. And I see these. I love seeing stuff like that and bring a trailer. It's always cool to see the exotics, you know, a GT2 pops up, whatever. Very cool. But all of a sudden you see these cars that like, you know, uh, I think of Ludacris and his Acura and stuff like that has a whole new market thanks to bring a trailer. So you're like, yes, I always wanted the perfect Honda Accord two-door with a five-speed. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> well, so many of them got turned into, you know, driving under semi-fast in the Furious <laughs> yeah, exactly. Finding something that's original is, is tough. So, yeah. We're super lucky that we get this kind of stuff submitted, you know. And sometimes, uh, you know, a super low-mile, uh, unheard-of sort of model or under-the-radar sort of model is even more in demand than, you know, than the next, you know, mid-year 911 or, or whatever it is. So... Um, I love when those pop up. We've always had just sort of an ethos of appreciating, you know, Datsuns and Suzuki's and, and, you know, sobs and, and like random, 
uh, stuff and not just being like, oh, you know, we're going to follow the, you know, the latest exotic flavor of the day or, or the, or have a business model where we only follow the, the, the higher, the dollar, the better sort of mentality. Cause I think that's super yeah. boring. You guys do a good job yeah. with that mix too. And I, I think that's the, you say that collector, right? I don't know who that is, but the, the dude can probably have whatever they want, right? If they have that many cars, yes. they, they yes. could go buy whatever. I mean, uh, they do have whatever they totally. want. They have and, and, yeah. and yet they're, and yet they have an interest in Honda, you know, Civic SI. So I, I think that's a super interesting study on the, on the state of the market, the state of the, you know, uh, collecting hobby and, and all that sort of enthusiasm around variety. I've for a long, I've preached variety for the longest time because it's like, people are like, what's special about BAT? I was like, well, first off the community, but also the schizophrenia around like, a Toyota pickup truck from 74 is like gets as much or more love views and comments and, and likes and all, mm -hmm. whatever, all that, all those metrics as like a Diablo does. Right. So it's, and I love that. Cause that, that's, it's when I was younger, like I wasn't going near like Lambo stuff. Right. I was like surfing the classifieds for like a, you know, a, a broke down FJ 40. So that, that sort of stuff, uh, I love, but I, I actually think it resonates. I don't think we've told people to think that way because BAT is crazy. Yeah. I think we've catered to a type of demo that was not getting served by, you know, the Ferrari club newsletter or whatever. Right. Because it's, it's boring, right? Like one dimensional yeah. yes. stuff is super boring and it's, yep. it's like, um, and so I think variety in like the shows you guys are into and, and are putting on up in the, Pacific Northwest soon to be soon to be taking over the world elsewhere. But the wow. but the those sorts of things that bring in the the crazy variety that you get to see is like that that's the stuff that gets my blood pumping and like walking through the race paddock and seeing the different classes is more uh invigorating than than like a one mark show sort yeah. sort of environment. And and I think that that speaks to it. That person you're talking about speaks to it exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's really revitalized the car culture. And speaking of that person, yes, the first time I saw that Civic, it was parked next to his Carrera GT. So, right. Yeah. But it's it's been a perfect time for bring a trailer because a lot of the consumers I see, the really young ones, are grown up with the Internet. It's been their whole life. That's all they know. I mean, think about people graduating high school now have never not had the Internet at its full speed. Who are these so people? Used to it. Who are these people? Right? Exactly. <laughs> to date us a little bit. I don't bit. get it. Yeah, right? But I mean, it's cool because... You have to get your internet on a CD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get online. It's America Online. Yeah. Oh. But they're... I'm just thinking of a few members off my head where the the car culture is coming back up. It hasn't... It, we, I remember being concerned for a while where people just wanted to get in a car, drive to the store, and it was like, just give me the base Corolla with an automatic, and they didn't really care. And that has changed dramatically recently, especially during COVID. People found hobbies. And we don't like, need that type of negativity in our life. Right. But people in their late teens and early 20s are like, no, actually, this 90s prelude is pretty cool, actually. It's really light. It's really easy to drive. It's got four-wheel steering. And they and they get to geek out on it and bring a trailer. And I see those people, the same people that are competing as experts that are our age who grew up with those cars, are speaking to those people that are in their late teens or early 20s, and they're still fans of those cars. Which, so it's really cool to see. Yeah, ab absolutely. And I, I think that uh, that sort of variety is going to, you know, be central to marketplaces, to your content in your magazines, the, the, the way people get together at your events, all that sort of stuff. And yeah, one thing I want to tell your uh, membership audience is the kind of events that you guys are putting on and the kind of places you guys are going are 
are cool. They have a flavor. I think you guys already know this, but I'm sort of an ex quasi external perspective. I think Adam calls me like a sort of a member, but not really a member because uh, I never paid anything, but I'm like where he's like a buddy. So I, I don't know. It's listening to yeah, us. Totally. So <laughs> or, uh, someday I'll get my actual like. We'll get you your membership. My, yeah, my yeah, Avance. You'll get your bill. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, well, yeah. You I, need, I need that and the, you know, Avance black card or whatever you give people. But oh, we, we put that on Bring a Trailer. You got to go bid on it. I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. But I mean, as a. As, your uh, Griot's car care kit, your yep. carbon membership card, and your, uh, your love it, love it. So I'm ready, but I, I uh, am just excited for the future of our partnership, getting back to the partnership about the kind of events you guys are doing are cool. I, and people on our team like want to go and hear about all the cars, but I mean, there's BAT success stories and cars, like in all of your membership, people who have had a killer experience on BAT and bought this and driven it here and done that event. Uh, and there's feedback too. I'm sure there's people on Avance that are like, uh, you know, I don't like BAT, so so bring it. I'd love to hear that sort of feedback. We love all feedback. Yeah, they're wrong, but no, it's we don't listen to those people. It's we okay. got to. <laughs> I, I got to listen to those people all the time, and it's good because we can get better, right? And uh, but I just think that aligning with you guys and doing things with you that all the events you're posting, like I want to be at, and our team wants to be at, and and those stories, like extracting those stories and letting people tell them both in Avance and in your publications and such, but we can do that in cool ways on BAT too and, and surface that and that kind of, a lot of the listings that you guys have seen on BAT that have a history, cars returning to BAT, that sort of stuff, it sort of builds an archive of the story of the car in a way that we want to help uh, your uh, uh, members do and us do together. And, and it's really just a cool alignment. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll... Just quick background. I mean, the first time I met Randy was down at Laguna Seca. I think it was last year, actually, which feels like a we long talked about time before ago, that. But, but yeah, you yeah you showed up. Uh, yeah, we, we shook hands last year for the first time. Yeah, it was at the Bring a Trailer Alumni event uh, at Laguna Seca in, during during Monterey Car Week, and uh, I remember I had a Vance Polo on, and you know, I, where's Randy? Where's you know, I'm asking all these people, where's Randy? Because I mean, I had seen pictures of you, Randy, but I hadn't ever actually met you. So anyway, somebody's like, oh yeah, see. He's over there in the hat or whatever. So I walk over there and like, before I could even say anything is like, I love your magazine, you know, you saw the Avance, uh, on my polo or whatever. And I don't know, it's just total fanboyed out, you know, because I had just been, you know, sending Randy some magazines and, and chatting with him a little bit online. So anyway, it's just super fun that, you know, here we are, I don't know, a little over a year later and, uh, and we're, we're doing an actual partnership. And yeah, I just think the two communities are so perfect for one another Absolutely. that, you know, this is the start and hopefully we'll, we'll be able to do more fun stuff and, and pull in events and, and other, you know, content things together too. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously a huge overlap in terms of the, the customers and, and the people, as I said, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of members in, in Avance that know about bringing a trailer, but, but have, you know, for whatever reason, ha haven't listed their car yet because, you know, they, they've been a little bit too scared. So I'm super excited to, to make that easier and, and just sort of meld the two communities. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for upcoming uh, events in particular. I love in person. That's the one thing that you guys got that we're working on and we're growing, but, but the, the experience of BAT being so digital and so on your phone or on your computer or whatever, obviously it's a sort of, you know, digital property or, or however, but uh, the in-person, there's no, substitute for the in-person and, you know, high-fiving or going for a drive or, or seeing somebody's car or seeing a BAT car in person in the town you live in or, or something like that. So the more and more we can do that, the better. And your your guys, I mean, I follow you guys and, and even the stuff that's 
uh, not in my area or anything like like the meetups and the energy around it and the mix of cars and what, what was the crazy one you did with all wagons at Dirtfish or whatever like like that's yeah. coming up that's uh, coming up you're yeah, you guys right wait that's next week <laughs> yeah. oh uh, this Friday but the following Dude, no, yeah. I guess I'm or not following Saturday I'm not yeah a week from Saturday I'm not following closely enough man that oh I missed that last time I don't know if, man a week away uh, but anyway I mean just come on just up. the coolness the cool factor <laughs> and the creativity around all that sort of stuff. Uh, oh man, now I'm I'm gonna be totally distracted now. The five minutes away, just, I got a guest room. Come on over. You just told me. You just told me when that's gonna be. But but anyway, we got some people up here that can fix your alpha oh, for you. That's man. true. It's already <laughs> it's already on yeah. its way. Have you, uh, Randy? Have you done dirt fish before? Have you have you taken a class? Yeah. Or? Here's a here's a cool story. Nice. We actually we had a super small tight team, but I think it was the ten year anniversary of BAT, which we turned on in 07, Believe it or not, I think so. Twenty seventeen. Uh, we had sold a couple cars at auction and we could finally afford to like fly some people to Seattle. So we actually took our team of eight people or nine people, whatever it was at that point, we took all of them and we did a, a two day deal in, in Subaru BRZs oh, or whatever yeah. in the mud. It was winter and it was like terrible Seattle weather. And it was way to do it. That's the best. No, but it was, yep. Man, it was so cold that we, that we were, we were like standing in a, yeah. in a grain elevator or something like out in the, out in the like snow. And we were like, what are we doing? It was so. He had to go uphill cold. both ways yeah. and there were Timberwolves. Yeah. Life's so yeah. hard when you're driving rally cars, right? Yeah, but it, exactly, it was yeah. not, it was not warm, but it was, man, we slid those cars around in the gravel and thrashed them for a couple of days. And those, those folks were super cool. And uh, I guess the owner knew BAT, the guy that has all those rally cars and stuff. So he, he, yeah. uh, yep. Helped us out. We got to see uh, some cool cars in the in the show, and somebody who worked. Uh-huh. I mean, the coolest part of the whole trip is somebody who works there, like has an Audi four thousand that's red on white Ronals that looks like super killer. Yep. You may, you probably know all these people, but like we walked in <laughs> and like there's a hundred new uh, Subies and, and and trucks and everything in the parking lot, and then there's this one old Audi four thousand Quattro, and I was like, that's the dude. We need to meet that dude. That that seems super cool. So I was. I was totally into that and actually bought the E28 that I just mentioned for my driver. Like we bought that in Seattle off Craigslist on that trip as part of the story. So anyway, oh, anyway wow. it all cool. comes full circle. Have you, uh, speaking of buying cars, have you actually uh, bought a car on Bring a Trailer? Are you exempt from Ooh. doing that? Can you bid on cars? Like what's the Good question. What's the protocol? He could just delete bids. He doesn't Good question. That. Yeah, there's some, Not winning that one, sir. there's some unfairness that goes on. Like if I, <laughs> if I know the reserve, oh, obviously if I would like play, yeah. but you'd be surprised, man, if you know what's going on, like behind the scenes in the tent in Monterey with those auctions and stuff, like the owners, oh, yeah. the owners yeah, yeah. are bidding. The bidding is like mysterious. Like there's all sorts of crazy stuff so we part of our whole reason for inventing BET was like we don't like any of that garbage funny business and lies and and integrity problems and that sort of stuff so um i didn't know whether that honestly i didn't know at the beginning whether that meant i can't bid and i'm in love with so many cars on BET. i was like oh so as bring a trailer username this is 2014 or 15 like right after we started i think it's late 2014 an e30 bmw wagon shows up on bat and those are kind of around now but in 2014 there weren't that many in the us right and so a cool one yeah. shows up and so as bring a trailer i lob a bid in because i'm like i want this car and uh and people jump in in the comments and they're like what are you doing like that you can't do this this is impossible like how do we know about and i was like oh no what have i done and so i no but i got in there and i in the comments and i was like no i should be able to do this i love this car i'm bidding to win i'm legit 
Damn it, I can so do this. It. It's my I invented the website. I invented this. I'm, delete. I'm doing it. And, and Yeah, just delete their comment. It doesn't exist. No, no, no. No deleting. But I was just like, no. as we did back in the day, like we and we still do like have a discussion on there that can get kind of hot, right? But you're gonna you're gonna yeah, you're not gonna yeah. delete stuff, you're just gonna like if you think you're right, you try to like carry your point a little bit. And then uh, and then I was like, oh, maybe this is a terrible idea. So, uh, so that's all still permanent. That's still on the website. That listing's still on the website. That is the last time I bid on a car on, on BAT. It was in 2014. I did it one, one and out, one and done. But there's some debate now amongst my team that if there's no reserve, we ought to be able to do it. Because the reserve, as long as you're not deleting stuff or being an idiot, like the deserve, yeah. the reserve is the one secret part that we kind of hold the keys to. And, that's right. unfair because the the asymmetry of the information is not cool for the outside bidders. But if it's a no-reserve car, should Randy be able to bid? I mean, man, I want to. There's so much cool stuff. But I've held off. <laughs> I haven't been able to do it. The GMC I talked about missed yeah. reserve yeah. and ended, and I didn't bid. And I then went and emailed the guy like 10 minutes later and was like, hey, man, if you want to sell this for your reserve, I'll, I'll buy it. So that that's like... I had to be so patient and be like, please, nobody buy it. Please, nobody buy it. And, <laughs> and nobody bought it. But, uh, but usually I, I beg like that. Like there's an FJ55 Land Cruiser that's sold. And I was like, I wanted to bid so badly on that because it's never coming again, you know, but I couldn't do it. So anyway, that's the long answer to your, does Randy bid on that's BAT? That's funny. That's yeah. a good question. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I always wanted to know, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Randy, we know you're at, we're, at, we're out of time. I know you're out of time, but uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for this partnership. We can't wait to work with you further. And uh, this is a great show. Thanks. Yeah, man. this is fun. Killer podcast, guys. Love the partnership we're doing. And uh, the best is yet to come. We'll do some fun stuff. All, All right. right. Thanks, Randy. Yep. See you guys. Yeah. Well, for this episode of the Avance Podcast, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>